Welcome to Superfans into the Multiverse. I'm JJ. This is Nick. Uh, we're starting our new segment off, and Nick's going to take it right off the bat. Yeah, we're jumping right into it. Uh, yeah. First, the Loki trailer was released, and this show, I think it's going to be as big as WandaVision. What do you oh, think? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm a huge, huge Loki fan. Like, I love, I love reading him in the comics and all that stuff. And just seeing the wacky time travel alternate variant thing going on um that's totally up my alley i think this show is going to be amazing i the one thing i gotta say about the trailer is i think i disagree that that is lady loki i don't that makes no sense if there's a lady loki that how yeah i don't know lots of people were saying that <laughs> i i i don't get it because uh lady loki in the comics was sif um she i can't remember how it actually happened but she got displaced out of her body and she ended up in like an old woman or something like that and uh she was supposed to transfer into this new sif body or whatever the hell but loki for some reason transferred into it and became oh, lady loki. okay and then there's apparently i read a little bit more on it and then another lady loki shows up later on but they never explain why in the comics huh so i don't know where it's gonna go and she kind of looked blonde if you ask me in the trailer yeah like i thought it was red but i might have not seen I bet, it right. I, yeah i might not see it right either but honestly like great trailer i love owen wilson he looks great um yeah i just i sign that that one line sign everything that you've ever said and then he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like this is ridiculous or something and then it's like oh sign okay pulls out another piece of paper sign everything. <laughs> speaking of that i saw this um this video and someone said that that guy at the desk looked like a real life like pixar character that sits at the desk like in all the <laughs> oh, movies yeah 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 i can totally see that um yeah, but like the, the trailer was awesome. It showed him doing his devious shit, you know? Yeah. Um, like he's kind of working for them, but then he like tricks them and does his own thing. Like, you know, normal Loki stuff. So yeah. I'm extremely excited. I think it's going to be fun. Um, you got anything else to say about it? I think that's it. I think we can move on. Okay, so here's a big one. Pedro Pascal in talks to start alongside Daniel Kaluuya and Steven Yoon in Jordan Peele's next horror film. Well, Nick's never seen any of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm going to make this quick get out and us were great films. Cannot wait for the next Jordan Peele film. Um, honestly, I, if the cast comes out this way, I'm happy. I'm honestly already happy with the movie. I don't think it's going to like do anything. You could cast anybody. It'll be perfect. Um, so yeah, I, let's, uh, what's the next one? Um, I have... Sylvester Stallone confirms Rocky Balboa will not be in Creed 3. I was pretty disappointed to hear this because I like their relationship, but yeah. I'm not really sure the reasoning unless you do. Uh, I don't know the reasoning either. I didn't read the full interview, uh, but you know what sucks is that they're probably going to kill him off screen. He could be bullshitting us though, you know? Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm not going to be in Creed 3 and then they have him at the beginning die or something. Yeah. Honestly, if you just kill him off screen, I'm going to be kind of kind of pissed a little bit. Yeah, it's not like a good ending for that character. No, like he he's like in the last two films, he kind of like he even like in Rocky, like he redeems himself and um, he did good by Creed. He totally like all that stuff. So if they just tied it up with like just him in a hospital bed and he just anything like that i would prefer that instead of just seeing creed walking around just being pissed off because he lost his mentor so also there's a little bit of extra news from i think that same interview he wants to start a rocky prequel series when he's a teen yeah that'd be interesting right? yeah so i don't know how that's gonna work <laughs> like because he uh like clearly got his shot in the movies is he gonna become uh any anything else you know like uh is he gonna have be fighting the ring every once in a while are we gonna see like crime rocky where he's an enforcer like he was in the original movie like what's what are we gonna do uh with that series and i'm like it's art you can't call it young rocky because we got young rock that's too close <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh, uh of a name so i don't know how they're gonna pull it off but i i'm sure it's gonna be good either way it's probably gonna end up on some kind of streaming service you know so hopefully i'm paying for that or you know <laughs> get to see it so yeah any any other thoughts on that nick or i think that's it uh what do you got next okay so this is 
Bruce Campbell, I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, came out and responded on Twitter about one of the posters from Army of Darkness gave his character Ash a muscle upgrade. And Bruce Campbell reveals the very silly, silly reason why. Campbell says, yeah, producer Dino de Laurent- Laurentis, I don't know how to say his name, sorry, had his hands all over that. It's a foreign poster. He knew that Schwarzenegger sold overseas, so he made me look like Arnold. It's very silly. Um, honestly, I think he was good enough anyway. Kind of normal guy. He's, he's still kind of built. He could kick ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I know you haven't really seen anything. I know I showed you Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, but, uh, I love the, yeah, that movie. It, it's a TV show. <laughs> or uh, TV show. Hey, My yeah, it's, all good. it's all good. Uh, TV show con- continuation of the movies. Um, and I've been a big fan of Army Darkness forever and the Evil Dead films. I love them. And um, yeah, I honestly, we're getting a video game too, Army of Darkness. Or, I didn't like, know that. Ash, Ash versus the Evil Dead video game. It's just going to be called Evil Dead or whatever. Um, but it's going to be like a zombie uh, co-op shooter, essentially, even though they're not really zombies. They're more like demon-fested people. But whatever, not the point. Still think it was really cool that he came out and said what actually happened there because I've seen that poster a lot never got it either i was like why is he so like he's incredibly jacked like, <laughs> like <laughs> too much <laughs> too much uh yeah so it was pretty interesting to hear him uh you know say what actually happened and why that happened is i'm always interested in that stuff the behind the scenes shit so that that's really cool yeah so i don't think i have anything else to say about that <laughs> all right i'll on. uh let's go with um filming for black adam officially begins next week that's awesome. Like I, I've been excited for this movie ever since they announced it and the rock finally getting his chance to play this anti-hero that he's always wanted to play. I'm just super excited for it. What do you think? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I in introducing the JSA. I don't like all that stuff. They actually got a new actor that won a Tony award, but I don't remember his name. I had it written down, but I don't have it in front of me at the moment. He got cast as well in a mystery role. So this movie's cut like already coming to be like it's gonna be awesome. I like all the cast, everything. They got great actors, Noah Centino, Pierce Brosnan, all those guys. Um, and I I think it's gonna be great. And he, did you see his post on Instagram, uh, Nick, of him saying Black Adam ready? And he's just like his yeah. legs are fucking huge, man. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, never misses leg day. Uh, I was like, holy crap. Um. But yeah, like, I can't wait to see, like, I'm, I don't know, Zachary Levi is going to have to, like, step it up, up. <laughs> step it up a little more. Like, he was pretty jacked. He did a good job. But, like, he's got to up it a little more just to get to the same level there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or even close to the same level. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Oh, hopefully that's awesome. Good. Yeah. Uh, so uh i got the next one uh jensen ackles is getting ready to film the boys season three and he's unrecognizable i saw this post um on instagram he's got a huge beard long hair i'm like that's not what the character looks like in the comic books i don't know what's going on there um but yeah like it's and i'm like love the boys boys is an amazing show i love the last season i read the comics so i don't i kind of know what's going to happen for the most part they changed it up a lot but I kind of know like the, the end plot points and stuff like that. Like um, I'm not going to spoil anything because Nick hasn't watched it. And I keep telling him to watch it yet. His dumbass doesn't watch it. <laughs> One of the greatest superhero shows ever. And he's just like, I'll watch it later. It, like, it's it's uh, fell down my list. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> it's great. Um, it's all good, man. I'm just saying, I'm just busting your balls for, for fun here, but yeah, the boys is awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see his, like his, character is essentially captain america but you know not really captain america like a dick version of captain america which we are going to talk about later (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i just i'm a big fan of jensen ackles loved him in supernatural uh i also think it's pretty cool that he's playing batman in that new batman the long halloween uh yeah i'm really excited for that movie yeah that movie's gonna be sick um so yeah uh, that's all i gotta say about that uh nickelodeon's or sorry, Nickelodeon celebrates Danny Phantom's 17th anniversary. And personally, this was my favorite show growing up. The character, like everything (laughs) about him. I just love that show so much. And like, uh, we used to play this game. I can't remember the name of it, but it was where you got like SpongeBob, Timmy Turner, 
um, Jimmy Neutron, all like all of them together in the same game, always played Danny Phantom. It was just such an amazing game. Oh man, I love Danny Phantom. And what a what a great kid show. I wish they would uh, bring it back, but not shitty like you know <laughs> like yeah like they do for back. some shows yeah like do something like that it would be crazy i'd watch it um but yeah i think well i don't know like three more years it's gonna be his 20th anniversary maybe uh they'll do something break special. out a new new show or something special i don't know um yeah so hopefully uh something happens there uh so yeah it's cool that they're celebrating it um anything else on that uh no i think that's it yeah we can move yeah. on Okay, so this is pretty big news. An 8.5 graded copy of Superman's first appearance just set a record for the highest selling comic book. It was sold for a record 3.25 million. Holy crap. Yeah, huge shits, man. Um, like, comics are expensive. And that one totally makes sense because finding anything above a five from that era is awesome. Um, and yeah, they grade it by CGC. There's a grading company. They look at like all the, the book and stuff like that. And having an 8.5 selling for that much, that's insane. Uh, that definitely means I'm never going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but it's still really cool that um, comic books bring in, rake in the money. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, okay, I'll move on to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. The first one was my favorite movie of all time is looking to add Spider-Man, the animated series voice star, Christopher Daniel Barnes. And that is just awesome. I love that show. I've watched it multiple times. It's amazing. Oh man. I remember the good old days when Blockbuster was around and I was like five and going there and grabbing the Spider-Man and Daredevil crossover in that series. Yeah, that was and, awesome. And all oh, the Venom one and all. Oh such good shit man i i miss that show so much it, it was awesome is it still and on netflix i no i don't it's on i think it's on disney plus oh okay actually. yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah it's on disney plus we got spectacular on netflix which is also a great spider-man show yeah uh yeah so this one uh is is the great 90s stuff um i honestly can't wait i kind of hope they bring in all the animated spider-mans because i i like them all except for like the most latest one which kind of looked lame but whatever even drake <laughs> bell oh why not i don't <laughs> i i wasn't like a huge fan of ultimate spider-man but i loved it, ultimate spider-man the storylines are great i i was okay with it like i wasn't like super into it but uh yeah like uh i think like if they bring in all these spider-man would be pretty sweet but this is a big one because everybody knows 90s spider-man yeah it, it's the classic the song i i so good uh, <laughs> uh i just yeah i cannot wait to see this movie uh there's actually i didn't grab this off the thing and i should have there's big news about uh spider-man into the spider-verse 2 it's coming to netflix after its theatrical run uh they made a huge deal for the 2022 slate with uh netflix sony did um and they're bringing morbius uh uncharted all those films from the 2022 slate over so that means we're not getting venom let there be carnage and uh i think there's another one but i forget right now like i said i didn't bring it over to our final page i should have i was being dumb so <laughs> that's pretty uh, cool though yeah like that's huge like i don't know what it means by a theatrical release like is it going to be like we're going to have the theatrical release be like three months long and then at the end of the three months we get that movie uh that or is it going right. to be like is it going to be like what they're doing now like uh, HBO Max saying that they're going to release some movies and it's going to stay for 45 days and then be on HBO Max or Crave or whatever. It's not Crave. They'll never do Crave. Uh, <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, it would it would be pretty cool if they did do it quicker. Like if it was like a 45 day thing and then all of a sudden, boom, you get the thing. It's not three months, it's not four months, whatever. Um, so yeah, like excited about that. And I guess we're going to talk about the last point i don't think there's much to talk about but uh on this this is just awesome the zemo cut is here uh, falcon and the winter soldier just released an extended version of baron zemo's dance scene after an intense popular demand and apparently it was an hour i only watched a very like a little bit of a longer clip um, yeah same like the whole thing i'm like i'm into him dancing but i'm like i'm not gonna watch an hour of him <laughs> dancing and honestly 
this Marvel doing this is kind of a big F you to WB for taking so long to release the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Which is hilarious. It's a little gentle ribbing, but uh, oh, <laughs> what a just, it was like less than a week and we, we get the Zemo Cut. It's just like, boom, right there. So that's awesome. I thought it was great. Uh, I honestly thought the last episode, the best part was him pumping his fist. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty <laughs> funny. They actually added it added that in there considering how serious of a character he is yeah like i don't know they're making him more kind of like having comedic relief moments but not really like he's still that dastardly zemo so um yeah like i'm i i just really wanted to bring that up because you know um wb fu you know <laughs> <laughs> like you guys screw me over so much with crave um so yeah uh, we're going to move into our next segment where we're talking about the dark universe. Um, if you don't know what the dark universe is, it's Universal's monster movies. So they have like Frankenstein, Dracula, tons of stuff um, coming soon, but we only got like so much going on right now. Um, so let's just get right into it. Um, the dark universe failed off its first movie. <laughs> um <laughs> So if you haven't heard The Mummy, it it was actually not that bad of a movie. It was just, uh, you know, not critically or financially successful in any way. Uh, like, it was just a decent movie. Like, I could watch it. It's not like I hate it. I thought it was fun. Tom Cruise basically doing more Mission Impossible type shit, but with like a supernatural twist to it. Um, but yeah, like it totally bombed. So Universal decided to switch up their shit because they had this whole plan. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm just gonna let Nick ask me a couple questions about it, and we'll get right into that. So, okay, um, what was the original Dark Universe supposed to be? Well, it was supposed to be um, basically they set it up in the Mommy movie. There's like this secret order of people that haunt, like like hunt. Sorry, not haunt. Uh, hunt supernatural beings across the planet. Um, so they came in contact with the mummy, uh, which was Sophia Butella. And uh, she basically uh, res- like resurrects uh, Tom Cruise after he dies. And he, uh, she's like trying to take over the world with him or something like that. He was going to be like the embodiment of her dark god or whatever the hell. And Jekyll, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde character was running this whole operation that was russell crowe so that was going to bridge into other movies very much like the mcu um but like i said it bombed so they had people set up for it so they had johnny depp gonna do the invisible man movie and they had uh javier bardem do frankenstein and yeah it sounded like it was a good idea but then seeing the film um people were really disappointed and i wasn't disappointed i knew what was coming i'm like uh tom cruise mummy movie I know exactly what's going to come out of that. <laughs> like, it's it's going to be just okay. It's not going to be like, holy shit or anything like that. Um, so yeah, like it fell. And they got one guy, one of my favorite directors right now, uh, Lee Winnell. So he, he uh, he's basically taking the reins. And uh, he's making, he made an Invisible Man movie and he's now making a Wolfman movie. Uh, the Invisible Man movie, critically successful everybody loved it it's a great film it's one of my favorites um and honestly like i'm so excited for his wolfman film it's gonna be great um but yeah like that do you think he could save the dark universe oh for sure for sure after seeing invisible man i know you haven't seen it yet nick you could it's not that scary (laughs) (laughs) uh but anyway like it's uh it's more of a thriller than anything and it's just very shocking um and crazy like plot and all this stuff it's awesome um but yeah like after seeing that movie i have full trust in him so we got um we got the wolfman movie coming out we also have a dracula movie in the works um that sounds really strange and weird it's a sci-fi like post-apocalyptic western or something um (laughs) which is He's not directing that. I think that's Chloe Zhao going to do that, which is going to be sweet. She's doing Eternals. Um, but yeah, I think he he's kind of carrying it because he's going to take over the like he's doing the Wolfman. So I don't know how many of these movies he's going to do. Um, 
He's also currently going to be making a remake of Escape from New York, which is an awesome, like, awesome film. And if he's making a remake, I'm for it. Uh, he, I'm going to give a little more information on him. Just he co-created and wrote, like, Saw. And uh, he also did that for Insidious. And he, he's directed only three movies at the moment, which is Upgrade and Invisible Man and Insidious Chapter 3. I haven't seen Insidious Chapter 3. I wasn't like overly impressed with the Insidious movies. I was just like, whatever. Um, but I'm going to give it a shot now knowing that he directed it. I think it's probably going to be great. Um, but yeah, his Upgrade movie is what sold me. Honestly, I don't know if you remember, Nick, we went to go see Jurassic World Dominion or whatever, the second Jurassic World movie. And yeah. I was like fighting to go see this upgrade movie. And you guys were like, nah, we're going to go see Jurassic World Dominion. And I'm oh, like, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fine, I give up. And then we go see it and it's a shit movie. And I was like, we should have went and saw Upgrade. That would have been so much better. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen Upgrade, it's on Netflix. It's a great sci-fi um, thriller, almost kind of a horror, but very like it, it's on the line type thing. Uh, great film uh greatest part of it they use practical effects which i'm all for i like seeing heads explode and they look real instead of some cg blood or something like that but yeah it's uh it's, it's gonna be great um yeah i know you mentioned like the wolfman movie i don't know too much about that character but like what do you hope for in like the upcoming movie because i know you said it's in development or he's directing it or something yeah yeah so he's gonna be directing it um it's got ryan gosling already cast as the wolfman um i'm a huge fan of ryan gosling i wasn't until i saw his movie drive and drive so good um so i'm excited to see it that basically we got this character who in the last wolfman movie with benicio del toro they changed it up and basically it's this guy who doesn't want to be a wolf man type creature and he finds out that his father was or, like, there's all these different stories for it but essentially it's this guy fighting the urge to kill people um and i think he's gonna do a great job because like i said he really impressed me with upgrade and invisible man and um yeah i i cannot wait for this movie i i really hope they take it to more of a I don't know, uh, American uh, werewolf in London type situation where it's like super gory and over the top and crazy. And oh, it'd be great to see what they do with it. Um, so yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Um, speaking of that, like what would your ideal dark universe look like if you can make it yourself? Well, uh, I honestly see that like the dark universe very challenging to make uh, a thing out of it because uh, basically how like okay so invisible man it's all high tech stuff it's not like mis okay mystical type things um yeah so it's it's uh basically like how are you gonna fit this like mythical werewolf beast into this world that's all about technology and it's like in the future and stuff it's not in the future but like it's like a modern type future type deal like high tech shit um i don't know how they're gonna do that and make it feel good i don't know how they're gonna bring back um the characters from invisible man and bring them into the wolfman movie i honestly don't think that they need to do that maybe they could allude to to it like oh that we heard that something happened or something in the wolfman movie uh about these invisible people i don't know um i think it would be weird if there was like a team-up movie i don't know if that's a good idea but if honestly if they just keep making good films um i'm all for it okay so yeah, honestly, uh, that's all I, that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would you have lead the dark universe? Kind of like an Iron Man, like first pioneer. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a spoiler, but there is no invisible man at the end of the invisible man movie. I'm not going to explain how, but he is no longer around. So, um, basically <laughs> I think the Wolfman is what's going to carry it if they do do a connected universe instead of these like singular movies or whatever, because they are still calling it the dark universe. Um, I think he could be like a good, I, I don't know. I, I gotta say like, there's some, like he could be like a good anti-hero type thing because being a Wolfman, you got like special abilities. You can maybe save some people and get control of it or whatever the hell he could 
if they led into like the Dracula movie with like a future Wolfman. Because like they said, it's like a future Western sci-fi thing. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, like I don't know what's going to happen with all this stuff. I think Wolfman's going to be the big one that leads into more stuff. Maybe we get to see Frankenstein. Maybe we get, you know, some other creatures like the creature of the Black Lagoon. Um, honestly, I think if they do do a movie, they should do a Monster Squad sequel in the Dark Universe like, I don't know if you guys know what Monster Squad is. It's basically like Goonies mixed with Universal Monsters. Um, it is so good. Um, if they could get all the monsters to show up and then a bunch of kids take them down, that'd be awesome. <laughs> like, it, not, not in like, it's not like a dumb way. It's like the kid actually has a shotgun and he ta- like kills the creature of the Black Lagoon. Um, you know, that kind of cool shit. Or they blow up the Wolfman like they did in that movie. And then he just comes back together like Wolverine or Deadpool or something. Um, you know, like it's really cool shit. So yeah, that's my uh, thoughts on the dark universe. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Are we gonna jump to our review? Yes, we're doing our invincible review. Okay, so I'm gonna take the first part because I'm a huge fan of this character. Battle Beast was awesome, and uh, yeah, perfect introduction to the character. What do you think, Nick? He was crazy like the fight was kind of like even at the start and then all of a sudden something switched and they were just losing like no chance <laughs> yeah their asses kicked it was insane yeah and battle beast was the whole reason why they could have probably taken on everybody else there and kind of won but battle beast no yeah. battle beast kicks your ass hands down every time he will win um so, so yeah great great thing he was he was played by uh michael dorn who's wharf from uh from uh star trek next generation uh, he's a klingon i i know you're not a big star trek fan but um you would know him from ted too he's the guy with patrick warburton who they're like gay and oh yeah of, yeah tie their dicks <laughs> together like a pretzel you know that yeah. type of joke <laughs> he's that guy uh, the other guy, not Patrick Warburton. So yeah, it it's it's awesome that they brought him in. He's the perfect battle beast. He's only had like one or two lines, but that's all you fucking need for battle beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's all action. <laughs> he's all action. So it was perfect. So yeah, like I don't know what's what's the next point we got here, Nick. I found it very interesting how Mark's character, like he's being tested obviously every episode because he's the main character, yeah. but like his trust was just destroyed by Titan. <laughs> yeah titan like that was cool how they showed titan they made us think he was on our side not on our side the whole time he stayed out of that fight he started like hiding in the corner or some shit when, yeah. <laughs> when that stuff was going down um so i really like titan he's played i'm gonna butcher his name and i'm so sorry i've been trying to get it right forever he's one of my favorite actors maharshal lee i think i said that right actually uh <laughs> he's amazing he is uh he is Prowler in Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, oh, okay. That yeah, makes so much sense. I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be Blade. He's he's a great actor. He's in tons of stuff. Um, honestly, he changed his voice for the role, which what is what I thought was really impressive. Because when you hear him as um, Prowler, you're like, that's him. When I heard him yeah. as Titan, I was like, he really deepened his voice. He became like a bigger guy. Like he um like what titan is titan's huge um so he tried to like embody that that voice uh i thought that was really cool and um yeah so i my brother brought this up because he's also watching the series and he's loving it um does amber know that eve is adam eve i don't know they had this one line do, do you remember the line nick she was like it was something about her saving the world i know that yeah yeah so I, I'm like, does she know? I'm like, she probably does because Adam Eve does not wear a mask at all, which is kind of dumb, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, so, like, anybody could just, like, see her up close, like, from school and then go, and they're, like, in some kind of battle and then high school students, like, shit, that's Eve. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. right like, it's not, like, a big secret or anything, but we don't know for sure. Like, it might have just been, like... A, a con like a just a conversation thing like oh you're gonna go save the world type thing i don't know that sounds weird that sounds stupid the way it said it but whatever i just think that was kind of cool um let's let's jump into this next one um what titan did at the end of the episode what do you think about that 
Well, that was crazy. I thought he was on our side. Like you said, like the whole time, like he had like a backstory and like, you almost like felt bad for him. And you were yeah. like, come on, Mark, help him. Yeah. And then the end, I was like, oh shit. He totally betrayed him. New crime Lord, just like the comics. Um, it's awesome. I honestly, I loved uh, Machine Head for the what he was in for it. He wasn't in it long, but he was in for it. And uh, he, he was awesome. He's like, I saw this coming like a million miles away prepared for it everything you guys are fucked <laughs> i'm like yeah. uh it was crazy that that whole fight scene we're gonna get into that a little bit more right now uh it's an insane it felt like 20 minute fight scene <laughs> i'm like it definitely felt like that uh and the guardians of the globe sucked <laughs> like, they yeah shit. <laughs> they got their asses kicked and they were like, you made a big mistake. And then just like they had magnets blowing up. I don't even know. And shrinking ray choked that guy up by becoming smaller. And I'm like, doesn't that mean your arms are like super long now because his neck is like bigger than you? So yeah. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> it was still cool. Um, but yeah, Monster Girl. Oh my God. That was sad. When she, she, when she got taken down, I was like, holy shit. That her face was like, half there half not after getting squished by some rocks um just insane insane um and then we also caught black samson trying to save invincible um and dropping his armor and just running at battle beast with nothing just normal yeah. human getting his arm freaking torn off and then chucked and you hear like a sploosh sound when he hits the wall so you i thought he was dead, dead. I thought he was dead too. Somehow he survived. Um, I thought they might kill his character off right away. He's like, he's in the comics for a little while, but uh, like, damn, I was like, holy shit. And then, um, yeah, the other part is robot revealing his feelings for monster girl. Uh, he didn't like full on reveal it, but he got really angry and protective of her when she got taken out. He like, blasted battle beast with his chest iron man type thing going on um what do you think about that nick like him trying to protect her like, i didn't really notice that he had feelings for her originally i don't i don't know i probably just missed that like when you brought that up i was like oh wow yeah i guess so and then yeah. like the next point leads into that so i guess you could take that from there okay so uh robot going to the mauler twins for rex um so in the last episode he pricked rex with something i know that sounds bad but like basically got his dna and he's going to the Mauler twins who are really good at cloning shit so he's gonna make a clone of rex that's what's gonna happen um if you didn't figure that out here you go i'm saying it i know it might be like a spoiler for other episodes but like what else is gonna happen you know like yeah it's, it's very self-explanatory if you watch and you just think about it, like, why is he going to the guys that clone people and he has DNA for them to clone? Like, it's, like, he said it was a proposition type thing. Um, I think it's really cool um, that he's doing this. It happened in the comics. It was really sweet. Um, but yeah. Uh, what's the next point, Nick? I don't know what else to say about that. I'm <laughs> curious to see what Rex's reaction is going to be to that. Oh! Uh it might be different because Rex is act like Rex was a dick in the comics, but Rex here is way more of a dick. And I think that's perfectly played by Jason Muzakis. Like, Holy crap. Yeah. He's Putting, awesome. He's awesome. He just kills it every time, every line it's perfect. Um, but yeah, like he's way more of a dick because remember when invincible saved his ass from monster girl. And then he's like, I didn't need your help. It was all good. like, he was like being like yeah. dick. I didn't need your help in the comics. And he says, thanks man to invincible and invincible's like, I'm not happy with you right now. What you did to Eve. Like I might've just saved your ass, but that doesn't mean I got to talk to you. That's what he says in the comics. So they'd really changed it up uh, for the dynamic between the two. So yeah, I don't know. He might freak the fuck out or he might not care. <laughs> like, um, cause like, why not? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, oh, I could take the next one. Um, yeah. Debbie is close to discovering Omni-Man's secret. And that is really cool. I like that kind of like side plot where she finds that book. She's yeah. reading it and starting to see the clues and putting it together for herself. I think that's really cool. Uh, yeah. And I liked uh, it's 
it's pretty cool because that never happened in the comics at all. The storyline with her figuring shit out never happened in the comics. So it's really cool that they're giving her more of a spotlight uh, in the show. And also, I like the fact that she was the one that taught Omni-Man to be a hero, essentially. Yeah. And now she knows that she might have like screwed the planet over by allowing him to be here. You know, like she's worried and like the whole thing where he wanted his suit back and all that stuff. It, it's and she's like putting it together. It was crazy. I, I think I can't wait to see what happens. Like, is she going to like full on like confront him? And then I don't know. Is he going to be like, I don't what could, anything <laughs> could happen. Slap her across the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> flicker or something. I don't know. Um, he's pretty much Superman. So any, any kind of touch probably would instantly kill her. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying she's going to die. I'm just saying like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's pretty freaking crazy um so this part was really funny me and nick talked about it a bit uh meeting adam eve's shitty parents yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like rick's cheated on me and then dad's like forgive him yeah like why (laughs) did you say that (laughs) like like yeah like it's your own daughter and you're siding with the boyfriend like what the fuck and then then she leaves a door on the side of their house she's like don't you leave that door there I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> they like her parents in the comics, same kind of people, total dicks. Um, and I, I did like, I did find this part funny. I know it's not supposed to be funny. She's like, do you know, like when you see kids and like, like that don't have parents and stuff like orphans and you wish you're them or something like that. I was like, damn, she really has a hard time with those guys. They are crazy parents. I gotta say just from that one little snippet from there, insane parents. Yeah, I wonder uh, if they're going to show them again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, good, because they, they probably are. have a lot of funny lines for them. Yeah. Um, so this part I thought was really sweet when Mark was training in space. Um, so, yeah, like, he just catches this massive meteor and then throws it back into space. And then his dad's like, oh, that one's a small one. <laughs> I caught one from Texas. Like, ho- I was like, holy shit. Like, they're, <laughs> they're showing kind of showing the power level of these guys because we haven't really seen like we've seen Ani man take on the guardians of the globe but we haven't seen him push a texas sized meteor yet and he's destroyed flax on well actually yeah we kind of saw his power level there um but it, <laughs> it, it is pretty insane i can't wait to see um can't wait to see what how more how much more powerful invincible could get because clearly from this episode he kind of had a moment where he was kicking ass for a second at that end fight and then battle beast was like nah you're done (laughs) yeah i think that kind of shows like because he got really angry earlier in the show and then he was able to like fight off those aliens but i think he's gonna have to learn to like be that strong but also like be in control yeah yeah exactly and that's why omni i guess the other thing omni man just watching the fight Letting his son get the shit kicked out of him. Um, yeah, that was I think messed was, up. That was messed up. Teachable moment. Maybe he was thinking like, he's going to listen to me more now type thing if I let this happen. Because, you know, he's trying to manipulate the situation. Um, but, like, he needs to train a lot more to go up against Paddle Beast again if he ever does. Um, but, yeah, I just I just think if they keep showing his... his uh, training and we finally get to see this ultimate invincible um it would be it would be sweet so yeah mm-hmm. last, last hint it was like a uh little end clip at the very end here uh why don't you start it off nick like you were talking to me about it uh, oh yeah um invincible's blood was being messed with by the government obviously to stop omni-man because they they know he did it i think yeah. right yeah they 100 so, know yeah <laughs> that was pretty interesting i thought there was like kind of like two meanings to this like his blood like because uh what's the agent's name again that was down there oh uh he has the glasses yeah i, I know what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about and i should have wrote his name down but i did and he's awesome i love him in the comics and i'm forgetting his name for some reason i can only remember cecil's name right now it's like, <laughs> okay, well that's thing. okay yeah that guy um, with the glasses yeah just the way he was uh saying like with the blood i thought it meant like maybe this will mean like his actual blood as in Mark 
or I know his wife yeah. obviously isn't his blood, but like his family. So maybe yeah. that's the key to stopping him. I don't yeah. know. I thought that was pretty interesting and that could mean something else, but I think I might be overthinking it. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I think you're right all the way because that is, I honestly think that is the key um, to stopping Ani man is invincible. So yeah, uh, that's the end of our kind of like talk and review, but we're going to give you uh, one to 10 like rating of this episode. I'm giving it a nine. It's not as good as the first episode, but almost as good as the first episode. I thought it was almost as good. Uh, what do you think, Nick? I'd give it a nine as well. Yeah, great episode. Um, so, oh yeah. And just to say the whole Titan introduction there, awesome. I'm sorry, I just remembered this. We were trying to write everything down, but him taking on that gang and just demolishing them, forgot about oh, that. Oh yeah, that part was really cool. Oh yeah, that was really gory and stuff. Sorry, sorry guys. Still nine out of ten. Awesome episode. Uh, let's let's move into the next. I'm gonna let Nick take over and talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I've been waiting to do this review all day after I watched the episode, <laughs> and it was just it was so cool. So John Walker loses it, like absolutely. Like Battlestar was his tipping point. Like I think everybody knew that Battlestar was gonna be that. Like he was gonna die. Like it, when you're watching that episode, it's yeah, pretty clear yeah. based off the camera angles and the way they were doing things. Like Battlestar is not surviving and then yeah i just thought that was really cool oh, yeah, yeah. uh but i i just want to say previous podcast episode i fucking called it yeah you did. <laughs> I, I called it man i was like when it happened i'm watching it i watched it a little later in the day uh because i was busy with stuff but oh my god when it happened i screamed i was like fuck yeah i was totally right <laughs> He kills a guy in front of a bunch of people. They get it on camera. He's the, not the cool Captain America anymore. Not cool, calm, and collected. But I'm like, it's, it makes sense. Like, John Walker's a soldier. He's killed tons of people. He, I know people say, why does Captain America use guns? Steve Rogers uses guns, too. It doesn't really matter. But he just, he took it to another level. Basically, they don't show it, but I'm like, he beheaded the guy. At least that's what I think that happened. Unless it was like half. I don't know. Through. I don't like. I think it was right in the middle of the chest, but still, like, he probably could have. Yeah, he probably could have. I, I was just like, I lost my shit. So, yeah, crazy ending. I know we're doing spoilers right off the bat, but that is the biggest part of the episode was insane. So, yeah, uh, what else do we got, Nick? Uh, Sam is the good man. Like, obviously, everybody knows that line from the original Captain America. Yeah. Like, you can just see that he deserves the shield because of the way he was talking to, um, what's her name, Carly Morgan Thau. Just the way he was talking to her, like instead of what John Walker did, yeah, he went to reason with her and versus like, like just running at her. <laughs> yeah, he tried to like stop the situation from escalating, and John Walker was like, "I just want to, you know, beat the shit out of people and take them down and put them in prison or kill them or whatever the hell his plan was." He was just too. He wants to, like, and that's the other thing in the episode. John Walker is talking to um, Battlestar, and he's like, um, basically. Uh, saying that he's like we could have saved so many lives with the super soldier serum so that's why he takes it um and he wants to ultimately do good but i think he isn't the right man for the job because captain america is supposed to hold this standard of um like basically greatness honestly like just being the ultimate good and john walker is not that which is okay like having a darker captain america is okay but honestly, uh, I think they should. This is how he's going to lose the shield. Like, US is not going to be able to tolerate him killing a person right in front of everybody. It's it's too dark. So they're going to probably give take it away from him, which sucks. And then who knows what's going to happen? Is he going to go full bad guy, join the power broker? I don't know. It's going to be crazy. So uh, yeah, um, I'm going to talk about the next one. John Walker is a super soldier. I alluded to it. Um, which is kind of strange because Carly Morgenthau um, said that when she took it, she felt like there was fire in her veins and uh, he seemed to take it. I don't know if there was like a span of time that we missed. Like we didn't like, maybe there was like a, like a week later and we didn't realize or something, but he somehow already took it and was able to uh, be up and running really quick. I don't know if it's like five minutes of burning vein shit. I don't know. It just feels like it's happened a little too quick. 
without having like because like Captain America had that whole machine thing, but like buff him out and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, like it was crazy how quickly he's become a super soldier, and they just kind of like showed it by him bending metal pipe like no problem. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm also gonna go on the, to what what do you think, Nick? Um, on that, yeah, like I wanted to see more of that process as well with the whole super soldier serum thing. Like I I didn't honestly think or thought he took it originally because yeah. I was like, when did he? Do that i knew he had it but i was like when did he do it yeah they just kind of were like boom here he is <laughs> and then when sam obviously was like what did you do as he's bending that pole like yeah, it's he, nothing i was like oh snap <laughs> and then <laughs> he he's like it. we got lamar yeah and then, and then he was like we got to save the guy right so he stopped questioning him but it's pretty crazy um so yeah we're gonna get into this uh next part here nick what do you what do you think about the dora Malita, um, Dora Malage, Malage. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, bad. I'm not good at saying shit. So, what did you think about that? <laughs> I totally forgot how to say it, and then I was trying to read it, and uh, we don't know how to spell it. I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> oh, it's definitely uh, wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah. they were epic. Like they were just so cool. Like in the Black Panther movie, in Civil War, and were they in? Oh, and uh, obviously Infinity War, Endgame, like yeah. that whole like they're just so cool like their whole yeah, thing is they're so cool and they kicked john walker's ass like it was, was nothing a, yeah he was like they're not even super soldiers i was like take that john walker <laughs> dick uh, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so and they were gonna take the shield from him like one of them was gonna just take the shield and then one of them was like nah don't take the shield yeah you know, just like, leave it just leave it so i was just like holy crap they could have gave it to bucky who knows or like whoever deserved it and taking Bucky's arm off. She'd be like, that was crazy. Ding, ding. She just did it like, like in like two taps. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Like some, like that's, that's insane. I was like, holy shit. And I like how like even Sam was able to take one of them on, even though he's not like a, it's like, he's a badass fighter, but he's not winter soldier level. He doesn't have super soldier serum. He still was able to stop them from stabbing somebody. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So that literally led into another one. I sang Bucky's Arms being a detachable thing. Where that, that was really cool. But yeah, uh, Battlestar was John Walker's tipping point. And we all knew that was going to happen. We kind of talked about that already. Um, but that one punch to the gut <laughs> goes flying, hits a wall or a pole. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that guy's back or chest or I don't know. Something's broken. It made yeah. sounds. He, uh, he's not coming back which sucks because I like the actor. He did a really good job of being um, uh, John Walker's like friend and confidant and all that stuff. Uh, I thought they were a good team, even though I kind of hate them at the same time because they take in the mantle of Captain America and all that stuff. But yeah, still really cool. Um, so wh- what's next, man? Uh, um, I thought this part was really cool. Uh, Zemo was tempted with the serum, but he stayed true to his cause. Like you could tell he was like, kind of like oh man like this could make me like pretty much unstoppable yeah yeah and then he but decided then, he was like nah throws it at the ground <laughs> yeah like he's totally for his cause of not any not any superheroes existing he wants to stop that so he almost got every vial and then of course you know got hit in the head with the shield which i'm like that could have been a lot worse uh getting hit in the head with the shield when you're just a normal person that's yeah, crazy. I thought he was done after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, is he dead? Nope, he's just going to have a headache. I'm like, from a vibranium shield, like, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't instantly kill you. Uh, like, that's crazy. And it hit him in the temple, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, right in the head. It's, ah, like, what? Imagine if it was a little lower in the neck and just done. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would have been bad head for Zemo. But yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so, now that i've said this they'll definitely take the shield from john now due to what happened uh carly morgenthau and sam's heart to heart was really cool and interesting she's still really crazy like she's taking it to another level she's like i'll kill anybody that gets in my way she's kind of proving her point like well sam's point of like you're not doing it the right way like she's like there's only one way of doing it type deal and um i think by the end of this i don't think she'll be redeemed but um like like the writer of the show said everybody thinks they're a good guy 
in this in this uh, stuff in uh, this show, and it's really interesting because we don't get that often um, in movies and shows. We don't get opposing sides that all think they're like the the good guys because honestly, like before in like even Zemo, like he just thinks he's doing the world the service by ridding it of all super people. Um, yeah, which is kind of true because they bring on a lot of super villains. He's got a point, but it's but it's kind of like you got to do what's right um, type thing by everybody. But you know he's a little more black and white. Um, what else you got? Um, I found this pretty interesting. Like this goes along with all the super soldier serum talk. But when like John was getting heated or anxious, I guess you could say, like when Sam was talking to Carly Morgenthau, and you could just tell like he was jealous of Bucky because he has the super soldier serum and like not having to deal with getting his ass kicked <laughs> by yeah. just regular people or even super soldiers but like he doesn't really understand bucky's past so that just proves he's also not worthy of having it yeah yeah i totally agree and then uh our final thing which was the first scene i like how we went from the ending to the beginning whatever <laughs> uh, we're just doing we're having fun bucky is finally free scene of his like uh, mind control conditioning or whatever the hell um and he has that moment in wakanda i was like that was really cool and then then playing right into the end scene of the last episode um so yeah i thought it was cool to show the relationship between the two characters um it's really interesting and i don't know i don't know what else to say um it was really emotional like to see him crying like that was just that was a good um because i always wanted to see the scenes in wakanda like yeah. when he spent his time there and to actually see it, it was like, wow. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Very emotional, very uh, empowering. Like he's like, I'm finally, finally free of all of this. So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give this episode because every episode I've said it so far is a 10. Yeah. Um, this is an 11. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode, the fight scenes, every, and you guys know me, I'm all about the fight scenes. The fight scenes were insane um yeah honestly every episode gets better it gets better and better and better i don't think there's like a low point in this show at all i don't i really hope there is never a low point in this show it just keeps going up and up and up and then just you know ends perfectly because that's what it's gonna do we all know this um what do you think nick uh i'll say 11 i didn't know we could go above 10 so i'll say 11 as well <laughs> yeah <I> was, <laughs> just because it I'm, was so cool yeah, I'm making the rules as we go. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, yeah, great, two great episodes this Friday. Um, both amazing shows, for, totally for different reasons, but both awesome. Um, I hope you enjoyed our Dark Universe talk and our news segment. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's all we got to say, right, Nick? You got yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, guys, if you made it yeah. to the end. JJ and Nick signing off. See you guys.